This is the Responsible Note Investing Podcast, and I'm your host, Dave Putz, owner of JKP Holdings. After we received multiple requests to convert our live webinars into audio format, we decided to set up a podcast. Our focus on each webinar was to be content-driven, partner with the guests with the most knowledge and experience in their field. We do our best to try and ask the questions you would ask. Our live webinars cover topics ranging from bookkeeping to avoiding mistakes to legal and so on. Be sure to follow us on YouTube at JKP Holdings LLC, our Facebook page, JKP Holdings, our Facebook group, East Coast Distressed Note Investing, and our LinkedIn page, JKP Holdings LLC. And now it's time to dive in. Okay, so let me start sharing again. There you go. Okay. Uh, Jim, you were asking a question, how much does it cost to, uh, to get the uh, dashboard? Yeah, for a report like that. Yeah, so, so we charge 150 for uh, smaller than 30 assets. Now, now, is that okay. overall or per report or how, what have 150? Yeah, per dashboard. So I'm not talking about O&E reports. I will jump to O&E in a second, but let me just give you a, a quick flavor of what we deliver to guys like, like Jack. Hold on, let me make sure. You mean that it's 150 a year for us to have a dashboard? 150 a year for what? 150 for what? For one dashboard. So let's say you buy 10 loans. Okay. I can give you O&E reports, which charge eighty-seven ninety-five per report. Correct. Okay. So it's ten times eighty-seven ninety-five. You're not getting the dashboard. If you would like to have the dashboard for those ten reports with our analysis, it'll cost hundred and fifty bucks. Sounds fair. All the reports. Hundred and fifty bucks for the. If you yeah the bulk the one bulk yep dashboard per order basically per order so we get another ten and another. Six weeks or eight yeah, so weeks. Every order we give to you, it's a buck fifty for every order we put in. If it's three loans or if it's twenty loans, every order we make, it's a hundred dollars for that backside analysis. Yeah. The title exam, yeah, that's the time spent by our staff to put this together. <laughs> so let me just give you a flavor of what we deliver to Jack, so you know what we have and what you can tap into um, when, you buy, when you buy notes and you start growing in value. So first off, we analyze all the vesting issues by our risk level code, severe informational, unresolved and so on. Um, we give you a 50 check uh, point list where we give you a pass and fail criteria on um, on each asset, and each asset is one line, okay? So we check for the address variation, we check if the borrower is still on the deed, we check if the borrower is on the mortgage, uh, we check for delinquent taxes, IRS liens, state tax liens, mobile homes, and so on. So we run through the position check, first, second, and so on. Uh, we verify if, um, the property is a part of the uh, HOA super lien states, uh, part of the tax deed redeemable states, 
we give you the information on who owns the property now, uh, original lender, the last assignee of record. We will give you all the scrubs for the liens, which is, we'll tell you all the junior lien totals, all the senior lien totals, all the IRS lien totals before and after the subject mortgage. And why we break it in that way is because the title policy protects you from anything that's before the mortgage. Okay? Title policy protects you for any lien that's before the mortgage. So if you find the lien before the mortgage, you can file a title claim and get payment. All right? Anything after the mortgage, you're exposed to. All right? Uh, then we check for IRS liens, um, state tax liens, and do a scrub, HOA liens, city municipal liens, water sewer liens, uh, mechanics liens, which can hurt you and become a first position lien, child support, other liens. What state can mechanically become a first position in? Any state. Really? So the case of the corner case where mechanics lien can hurt you, okay, is when, and this is very, listen very carefully, the date of the goods delivered to the property is earlier than the recording date of the mortgage. Oh. So it has to be before that lien is recorded. No, 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 wait, 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 let me repeat it. The date of the goods delivered, not when mechanics lien is recorded. Oh, in, in the uh, report, in the, in the judgment. So if the mortgage is recorded after the goods are delivered, you're then good. you're in trouble. No. Yes. So if the goods are recorded, if the goods are delivered on September 1st, and the mortgage is recorded on September 2nd, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Yes. So that has to be a bold kind of thing. Yeah, so so you really, when you have a mechanics lien, first of all, you need to know through your report that this lien type is a mechanics lien. Very first thing you do is look at the language of the mechanics lien and say, does it have a date of the goods delivered? And you compare that date to the recording date of the mortgage. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. No. What other things like that, little scenarios that we may not be aware of that you would recommend us knowing? Uh, use us and you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep buying for you. All right. So real quick, uh, this is our reports. Uh, finally, it has our logo. This is one of the first title reports. Is it clear or blurry? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, it's a little blurry, but uh, <laughs> I guarantee it's ours. <laughs> so, um, okay. So you guys ordered it in uh, 411 or 518 2016 in California. I'll go fast, okay? Yeah. I'll, I'll uh, show you three reports that <clears throat> that you ordered from us. Um, so uh, things that I see here. All right. So we break everything by section. This is one instrument, one deed. Uh, Latasha Thompson owns the property. She is also a borrower as an unmarried woman. Took out the mortgage in 05. Um, let's see, with MERS, then there was single assignment in 13 from MERS to Wells Fargo as a trustee. Okay, so far so good. I don't see anything wrong. Second mortgage, see mortgage number two, so it's clear. All right, $80,000. Okay, so I'm good. 
Right now, there's two mortgages. One is the one that you're probably buying, and the second is the second mortgage. So um, that that tells you how you want to structure your. Alex, Don and Jim bought the second. We own we own the second. This one went into foreclosure, but uh, enough foreclosure, a bankruptcy. What they're they're paying, she's paying a plan. So yeah, K thirteen on it. Yeah. All right. So now, hmm, you bought the second. There's a product that say we service to one. Okay, called second possession mortgage and Simon search for forty-five bucks. So you don't have to you don't have to pay a full-blown on-e report now. And when you buy a stack of seconds, let me just flash something in front of you, and you'll say, "What is that, Alex?" Um, there you go. So we offer for the second lien market a search for a dollar. Okay, one dollar, one asset. So what we do there is, uh, uh, if you bid on a thousand assets, we'll tell you with a ninety percent accuracy which assets are already unsecured. Oh, okay. So for a thousand bucks, I'll give you a report on how good that portfolio is. All right. So uh, guys like Joe Roberts, Book One, uh, you know, anybody and everybody in this market. Uh, is is using us for uh, that that service. In a thirty second spiel for those who are not knowledgeable. Why would a second become unsecured? Ah, so what are the events that make second unsecured? Let's go through it. Foreclosure of the first, tax deed, okay, bankruptcy order, HOA deed, all right, uh, municipal deed. Okay, so those are the common events. For the most part, so my understanding of the seconds market, and Jim, you correct me if I'm wrong, um, the price significantly varies if you have a second with the first not in foreclosure, differs significantly when the first is in foreclosure, and real pennies when the second position is unsecured. Yeah. Yep. All right. So our search here called second lien mortgage and assignment search checks for mortgage and assignment searches of the second lien, checks if the first is in foreclosure or not, or foreclosed on the property, or there are any deeds that unsecure the second. And this is actual search for 45 bucks, this one. Cool. Okay. Good to know. What, uh, what I also want to do is for those, again, that are less educated here, what would you give a description of those who uh, title versus an o &E report when buying notes where some of you here are used to buying real estate? So an o &E report is completely foreign to them. If you talk to a lot of title agencies or lawyers, they have no clue what an o &E report is. So how would you describe it between a title and o &E and the benefits of it? Well, for the note buyer, I think O&E and title report is the same thing if you're talking about the current owner search, current owner title report. Typically, when you're in the title industry, title report may be a title insurance search, which typically goes back in time 30, 40 years, and, and 60 years in PA, okay? You don't need that. You don't need, go, you don't need to go that far. All you need is the best indeed forward search, which is called a current owner search or an O&E. Typically that type of search is used for the refi, but not for the closing. 
So if you are in buying real estate, so you're familiar with the closing transactions, uh, you are familiar with the sheriff sales and getting the title insurance, you're getting the uh, title insurable report, which is uh, going back state stature. Based on each state, there's required number of years. You have to go back and verify there's no prior liens, no prior mortgages, and so on. Uh, for node buyers, you don't need to do that. You just need to look at the destiny forward, assuming that you have a title policy on the note you're buying. Okay? So what that means is that if there's a debtor report on the actual mortgage itself from the seller, they already ran title and title clean before they bought it. The property was clear before they bought the property. The, original, the homeowner bought the property. That title is clear. Now you're just buying from that point forward. You own any Correct. Right. Because you don't need title because it already has title warranty when the borrower bought the property. When you got the mortgage, yeah. All right. So that was our second position uh, due diligence report. Do I have anything else in seconds? Uh, just to give you a flavor on how our report for the second would look. So basically, it's a mortgage assignment search, and we would say something like this. Second position, secured. First position, not in foreclosure. Okay, so that's what uh, guys like Fuquan and, uh, uh, you know, Joe Robert uh, is looking for when they buy these type of reports from us. All right. So, which saves you money. You don't have to pay on any price or you don't have to uh, pay anything else, but the fee for this report because you're buying second <clears throat> and this is one of the oh i see mark i just saw mark <laughs> hey mark do you, do you see me i see you mr goldovsky uh-huh <laughs> how are you my friend awesome how are you guys doing good 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 all right, so uh, let me let, let me see. So, uh, uh, David, I'll look at one more report, or you want to switch to to Mark next? Um, I think we had a general question. I want to ask you guys have any specific questions back there to a reference to O&E report. Again, it's all recorded, so. Yeah, yeah Alex, take your time. Happy hour just started out here. <laughs> <laughs> Does this O&E report is done on commercial property as well as? Uh, the no. question is, can you hear him? Yes. Uh, yes, we do. They're a little bit more expensive. Uh, I'd like to think that we have the majority market share in the commercial note business. Um, we service Fannie Mae commercial loan sales. We service uh, all the active buyers from DebtX uh, or Bank of America or Mission Capital. Uh, those guys. Um, this is a very, very active market. When you see a lot of dips and and and, and uh, peaks in uh, seconds market or in in the in the first position note market, commercial market is very steady. It's every month there's just steady amount of work. So I don't see that market is going away, nor it's dropping or peaking. It just very, very steady market. So we do only reports uh, for those guys as well. Uh, we do the um, uh, title dashboards. They're more complex. They're more things to verify. Uh, you really need to be an expert to, to go into commercial space. 
Somebody needs to repeat the question. Okay. Am I, am I repeating the question? Yes. I bought a note with David last month, and my lawyer said to me, "I'm not. I don't want you buying any more notes without a full, a clear title. Basically, knowing there's a clear title on the property or a clear title attached to the note or to the loan." He doesn't want me to do that anymore. He says the O&E, as far as he's concerned, is 90%, not 100%. And I just want to understand your take on that in terms of what to do with this. Do you think investors like us need to do? Yeah. Let me ask a question. Yes. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to ask a question a little bit different way. Um, I do a lot of real estate where people actually buy regular title uh, and, and they get the insurance for the mortgage company, but they won't take you know, their, their own insurance, okay, as the person that's buying it. And so it'll be a lot cheaper when they just need to get it for the lender. So I guess as a follow-up to the question, is that type of coverage available through your company? Ah, so that's a very important question, and uh, everybody should ask that question. How am I insured as an investor? Okay, so um, luckily, Totally USA carries the errors and emissions insurance, which guarantees the accuracy of our report. And we don't shy away from putting it up when we make an error, okay? How many claims did we have in the past 10 years? Zero, okay? Why? Because we don't outsource and all of our folks are, I call them commercially graded searcher, which means they can handle very complex commercial files, and for them, residential files are peanuts. Now, your attorney is right if the title search that he's looking at doesn't give him a confidence uh, or comfort level to know, okay, I think you're covering all the bases. And I just repeated in the beginning of our chat that ONA report only gives you, ah, uh, your attorney's right. 90%. If you don't do a homework of township level searches, you are still exposed to the 10% worth of things that can hurt you. And those are uh, code violations, code enforcement liens, uh, incorrect. In Florida, for example, not a lot of people know that if uh, you don't renew your lease pendants, okay, uh, you will be penalized by the city $150 per day. Okay, so that information is not recorded in the county office, but it's recorded in the city of Miami, for example. So you need to know those local things to guarantee yourself that you're covered 
So you're saying that by ordering your O&E, you're not covered 100%. So his attorney is right in saying, do not buy a note without buying a federal, full federal report to be 100% confident. No, because it's only going to be 90%. Because I think what he's saying is that last 10% could be filed after the search is done. Is it, are you talking about search being done? No, no, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me rephrase it a different way. All right. So what your attorney is saying is buy title insurance. In the note business, nobody buys a title insurance. It's way too expensive. It's an overkill. Attorney makes money, title company makes money. You, you get a loss. So uh, we service hedge funds that buy in thousands, you know, 3,000, 10,000 loans, all right? And they rely on us to deliver a title report. To be 100% certain. So we are covering you 90% of, uh, of the stuff that can hurt you. The 10% you should know, okay? We can cover you for that 10% as well. We, we charge 35 bucks per extra report. Remember I said code violation, township search, demolition, and uh, uh, tax sale reporting. We charge 35 bucks to cover you uh, on that front. Now, uh, the only thing that will hurt you or could hurt you Water and sewer balance and, and, and liens. Okay. Um, the liens were for. What else could. What, what, what liens? Water and sewer, utility. Yeah. But you'll see in most of the reports, those will be all be a report. Right. So, what you need to know is in 50% of the United States, um, and it's governed by townships, not even counties, townships. Okay. The water and sewer balance, not the lien, will attach to the property after the foreclosure. Okay, so here's an example. In the in Philadelphia, for example, all right, the utility services are rendered by the city, and they put a city lien for municipal charges. Okay, if you don't pay the gas, water, electric, and, uh, and sewer, you will not be able to open a new account for the buyer of the foreclosed properties until you pay off that balance. So that, that goes out of your pocket, All right? Now, in Bucks County, Chester, Delaware, no such thing. All the services provided by what? Pico and, I don't know, whoever service, the third-party providers. Those liens or balances are considered junior to your mortgage. So you really need to know the jurisdiction you're buying and how the water and sewer balances apply to your property. Make sense? Yeah. All right. So how does that make you feel in regards to your attorney saying, don't buy a note without full title? He's been saying it. It is an overkill, and he's saying that there are things you can miss with a typical general O&E. He can cover the other 10%. You don't need to consider it because it goes back too far. But this, when you foreclose, the attorney will pull full title for foreclosure reasons. So in the world of notes, we don't pull full title because if the note came with a title insurance when the homeowner bought the property, Anything prior to the homeowner doesn't need to be grand. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a landmark. I mean, every time we do something, like you say 90% of the time, 
That means every 10 nodes you rise right. has a one node. Every 10 steps. Oh, this one's going to be a The landmine is hopefully a thousand dollar landmine, not a ten thousand dollar landmine. Yeah. Really choose your ROI. Yeah. That's, that's all. That's, that's all I'm trying to make cool. sure. Or, but you know, like remember a situation where you buy the node, and all of a sudden you've got zero ownership. You know I mean, like basically, I hope there's something. Yeah. So that, you know, say you have a hundred thousand dollar node to buy with, you know, eight thousand dollars. All of a sudden, because of the title situation, you get you have zero. Alex, how do you answer the typical situation? But I think what your your percentages are wrong because he's not saying that he's not saying ninety percent and the other ten percent is going to be wrong. What happens is the other ten percent there may be uh, these, these municipal liens. May not be so, and they may not. May not so that ten percent may only be ninety percent. That ten percent may not be having liens. So it's not a one out of Alex, how, do you deal with a lot of attorneys who never heard of O&Es or title attorneys and say, what is an O&E? And what's your typical response to them when they have never heard of an O&E, which is true. What are you doing in the real estate? If attorney has never heard of the O&E report, he's not a real estate attorney. Okay, that's what I just said. I'm saying that if the attorney is saying that, He's really not a real estate attorney. Gotcha. If he's saying that, I don't know what a might be like a general like a. So O&E is known in the in, in the real estate If he didn't know what an O&E was, you got the wrong attorney. Well, yeah. Well, I'm guys, saying you got a divorce attorney. You brought the wrong guy to the dance. If he's been doing real estate attorneys. Do most real estate attorneys real, know about O&E? Yeah, it's 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 a very common term that. Okay. People should know in the title industry. Now, so so let me just wrap up a little bit. Uh, if you guys have any questions or or want to be uh, learning about this stuff, um, uh, certainly I suggest to swing by uh, Mark's seminar in, in New Jersey. Just yes, I feel that uh, I'll be there and uh, I'll be talking about some of the tips that. Uh, that I look at, uh, that I recommend for the investors uh, who are first-time note buyers. Uh, there's certainly a lot in every state that you don't know. And uh, it, it, it takes a little time to get adjusted and get comfortable in what you're looking at and uh, analyzing the, the data. Um, but it's it's a first step, right? First step is is... Diving into every detail and covering yourself, like you said, 100%. Because you're not comfortable with 90% or 95%. You want to follow all the steps that I would recommend for the first-time home buyer uh, or first-time note buyer uh, to make sure that you don't miss anything. Now, there's just you know a very standard process that checklist that you go through before you buy a note. That's your due diligence cycle. Right. Yeah. So with that said, we want to thank you very much for showing up, coming out to us, talking. We'll see you at the end of Jet Gang Ray. Right. We'll, we'll swing it over to uh, Mr. Uh, Mark and allow him to uh, yeah. <laughs> let him do uh, See you guys. There's uh, you. Alex. See ya. Yeah. Mr. Mark, thank you very much, Alex. You want to stick around? That's fine. Mr. Mark, you are now on. Greetings, everybody. Did I see Jim Perno sitting on the right side over there? Trying to hide, but you got me. Oh, what is? What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. Good. Good.
Good. Happy New Year, guys, uh, to all uh, a bunch of new faces there. Happy New Year to all you guys. Dave, thanks for having me on. I know you guys have been going for a while here with Alex, and, uh, yeah, he's uh, the king of title. And uh, I don't know who was asking about that 90%, 10%, but, um, you know, that's kind of the most important stuff. You got in the back there. <laughs> um, some of the most important stuff, but, again, it's all about mitigating risk. So if you're able to figure out what that 10% is, that's not covered on the 90% that Alex covers, that's where you eliminate all those yo shits, we call them. Um, you know, again, mitigating your risk through due diligence, that's the key of becoming a professional note investor. You know, Jim knows, Dave knows, um, all the guys have been doing this for a while. Um, it's, uh, and I think Alex, I came on just when he was saying it, I mean, it's all about checklists. You have a checklist with, you know, 30 things on it, make sure you don't do the first 10 and say, okay, let me skip the next thing, because that's when you get hurt. That's when you get really hurt. So just make sure you're following all the steps. Um, so get, Give me a quick 30-second uh, introduction of who you are for those who don't know you. Yeah, so uh, Mark Gold, I'm, uh, uh, for the last four years, up until this past December, I was running the American Home Recovery Fund, which was a private equity fund. We purchased over 1,600 uh, first, mortgage no uh, first mortgage notes with the exception of five seconds that we wanted to test the waters with. Uh, yeah, the Jim loves that. Uh, it was a time fund. We exited that a year ago, and I've been, uh, I've been uh, raising equity for other projects, movies, and, and other stuff that I've been having fun with. Uh, so I made, my, I made my billions of notes, and now I'm having fun with my life. <laughs> but, um, How many miles we drove? Yeah, 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 yeah. We did, uh, we, we did um, during the five years that I was, uh, that I was heavily um, investing in the note business through our fund. Uh, we did the uh, we did a couple of road shows. Jim was with us on most of them. We covered over five thousand miles in these uh, Mercedes Sprinter vans, driving around the neighborhoods. Most of you guys would never drive around, but uh, <laughs> we, found some, we found some gold out there, didn't we, Jim? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, so I've been uh, again a lot of experience in notes. Um, uh, right now, I'm just buying from my own account um, and uh, working through working through my own deals. Everybody's pulled out credit cards already. Look at this. <laughs> um, and, um, so you have, to have money ready when you're on the phone. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, what we're uh, I'm just going to take a couple of minutes here to tell you guys about our uh, Distressed Mortgage Expo, which is coming out into your backyard um, end of this month, uh, January 28th and 29th at the Newark Hilton Airport, at the Newark Airport Hilton. Um, Alex, he's going to be there. We have uh, the who's who of the note business. Uh, you're going to be you're going to learn about raising capital using self-directed IRAs, joint venture partners. Uh, we're going to have buyers. We're going to have sellers there. We're going to have due diligence vendors. Alex will be there, of course, talking about due diligence. Uh, we're going to have uh, people there talking about crowdfunding and how to raise capital. This way, you know, a lot of people, most people in the industry, don't buy notes with their own money although part of it is with your own money. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it's going to be two days of intense networking, training, and uh, meeting the players that you're going to really need to make this a successful venture for yourself. Um, but that was on your end. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what happened? <laughs> um, it's Saturday, starts at 8.30, goes through, um, goes through the end of the day, and then uh, we have a hat. Oh, um, uh, lunches are provided. Happy hour on Saturday is provided. Uh, tickets are 99 bucks, but we have a, uh, a Dave P. special tonight for you guys. But, um, the first two, uh, actually, I know Jim's already got his ticket. So, hey, hey, hey. Earmuffs. earmuffs. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I got a special code that I'm going to send to Dave here uh, where uh, two of you guys can get buy one, get one free. So two tickets for the price of one. Uh, so, again. Right before I came. <laughs> All you got to do is I just bought right before I came tonight, so I could tell Dave I bought. Earmuffs, earmuffs, earmuffs. <laughs> okay, so all you guys who haven't bought yet. <laughs> yeah, we got to buy one, get one free. So, uh, so Dave, will, I'm going to uh, you send that over to Dave here in a couple of minutes. And then I um, uh, hope to see you guys there again. It's probably the two best days you can invest in your own backyard without having to jump on an airplane and go to Vegas or uh, – or uh, Texas, where a lot of the other events are. So this is the third year we're doing it over there in uh, in Newark, and it's uh, again, uh, you know, Dave's been there, Jim's been there the last three years, and plus a bunch of the other ones. It's a it's a really great event, especially for networking and and really uh, finding potentially your next partners. Awesome. So yeah. of, um, it, it doesn't matter. I already paid my money, right? But um, is it more of just like a free for all that everybody's in the same room, like for everything? Or are there different things that you go to, you know, different people go to different rooms? Or how are you doing it? No, we're going to keep this one focused. Um, we have one stage. Everybody, there's going to be one speaker at a time. The one thing I hate is when they got six rooms going on. So we have panels. It's mostly panels. There's going to be two, I think, three speakers that are just speaking on their own uh, for about an hour. Um, uh, Note School is going to have a presentation, which is great. Um, and then there's a couple of others, and then everything else is going to be panels with three or four experts in each kind of segment of what we're doing. So we're going to keep it more controlled. There's going to be, I think, 17 or 18 vendors that you'll have time in between everything to go out and visit with, see what they have. And, you know, vendors being service providers, the servicers, the due diligence guys, marketing, anything dealing with the notes, and you'll be able to spend time one-on-one -on -one with those guys. We, we feel that's the best way to put it together. So what time do you think you're getting done on Saturday, and does it make sense for me to book a room? Um, Saturday will go till 5.30, I think, and depending on, and we start again at 8, uh, 8 or 8.30 the next morning. Um, we have a room block with a few rooms left at 99 bucks. so if you, if, depending on how far you live from where it is, you know, again, for 100 bucks. whoops. There you go, you're good. Uh, mine just took it out. For 100 bucks, you can spend the night there. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of times they go to the bar and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, that, and that's where a lot of your real connections get in, get right. involved. Because I understand. Day, you kind of hop in, you know, hop I think out. I already told my wife. I think she's already made plans for me. Mark, I appreciate your time, man. Enjoy your adventure, uh, your, your filming. So we'll see you in a few weeks. All right, see you guys in a few weeks. Thanks a lot. Bye. Hey, is Gold a stage name? <laughs> Everybody, hey, they used to ask me that when I was selling gold. <laughs> See you guys.